Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. Today, we're talking life coach. Life coach, because today we're talking about making your wildest dreams come true. That is Napoleon Dynamite, by the way. Isn't that the, isn't that the clip? He makes your wildest dreams come true. Pedro. Oh, Pedro is the president that makes yeah. your wildest dreams come true. Come on. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Today we are going to make your wildest dreams come true. Now think about this. If I had a magic wand and I sprinkled magic dust all over you, you'd be magic dusty. But let's say that magic dust could make anything happen that you wanted to have happen. What would your wild dream be? What would you love to accomplish? Maddie Richards. Well, I can't share mine because we're talking about it later. Yours is actually happening right now as yeah, we speak. Yeah, being on this show. Being on the Matt Townsend show. No. Because I know that is your dream because every time you keep calling it the Maddie Townsend Show. Well, that, that is my dream, not the Matt Townsend Show. but the Well, but for it to be Maddie Townsend, your dream somehow involves me or a family member. Will you adopt me? Negative. Okay, because well. I just went to SeaWorld with my children. That's a dream. Dream come true. That, is a, that was a very fun trip. In fact, I'm sunburned. Can you see? No. I am. Uh, open your eyes. <laughs> and it was here. really fun. We drove 12 hours. Actually, it only took me 10 and a half. I'm not going to tell you how because <laughs> it's supposed to take 12. Police but, but I, car. I drive really fast. And um, it was a wonderful dream. And it was incredibly exciting. And then we saw some amazing things. Dolphins. Mm. Whales. Unicorns. No unicorns. But I did see okay. a narwhal. Wow. Which is a lot like a swimming unicorn okay. without legs. That's yeah, that's good. that's the ocean's unicorn. That's mm-hmm. true. A narwhal. That's a great way to put it. The ocean's unicorn. <laughs> yeah, it's like tuna. It's the chicken of the sea. It's true. Oh, I love that. No, okay, that's a marketing pitch. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, fine. But, <laughs> but we <laughs> thank you, Jessica Simpson. But the show today is all about having your wildest dreams, achieving your dreams. So on the show today. We have an American Idol contestant, top 30, what do we call it, top 30 finalist. Kenzie Hall is going to be joining us. She's going to be singing. She made it far. She was one of the young teen, uh, I think, what do we call heartthrobs? Yeah. I know people that think, you know, they want to marry her. Mike is, I think, out there proposing Producer right now. Mike is proposing to our great guest. Kenzie, can she can she hear us right now? Yes. Yes, oh, she will. <laughs> I wanted to have that on the air. We could have just done it live. A live proposal. She's too young, okay? She's probably 17. She Le- is. Leave her alone. As her surrogate father, while I'm walking her through today's show, leave Kenzie alone. Well, I think one of his first questions to her was, do you likey the Mikey? <laughs> okay, creepy. Yeah. That is so creepy, Yeah, I Mike. told him to back down. I was like, Mike, no. You know what? Honestly, not okay. he's, first he's hitting on my mother. <laughs> then he's hitting on my surrogate daughter. Where does it stop? I'm sick of it. Sean, look into this. Call HR. <laughs> well, you guys, it's Mike's wildest dream to be with Kenzie Hall. So we have to, okay. we have to give him a little if bit of If that's his goal. Uh, now he's upset because the, the girl he took to Moab, he went to Moab on a girl trip. With a guy, with a, <laughs> okay, with a we, bunch of girls. Let's move on. Let's talk about what we're so, we plan to talk about. But you went on a girl trip. Hold That's, on. This is the Matt Townsend What does a girl trip even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's creepy again. 
You explain what a girl trip means because well, it was one of your dreams. I can only handle like one at a time. Right now, I'm okay. focusing on your mother. So, <laughs> oh, mom, um, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That... Kenzie's not going to be happy to hear that. By the way, my mom wants my mom wants you to quit calling. My... <laughs> Court order. Yeah, and the drive-bys—they've got to stop. <laughs> Anyway, uh, now we know Mike's wildest dream. Mike, Mike's wildest dream—it's kind of awkward. But we're going to be meeting Kenzie Hall a little bit later. Her mom Dawn's here as well. She's going to sing for us, not Dawn, but Kenzie's going to sing for us. And I'm pretty sure there's a really good chance James might sing a little bit too. Duets, very—it's a possibility. <laughs> Even if we didn't want to. Is him it to. your dream to sing with an American Idol contestant? Yes, yes. Well, it's, it's huge. happening. She's big league, and I—she's big league. I'm not going to brag, but you know, she. She comes from my same neck of the woods. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. I I I kind of live by the halls. Wow. I mean, generally. I mean, in the same greater slow, greater metro area. But you practically live, live right next door. I live in the same state as her, so. Yeah. Well, Ooh. neighbors. We're closer than that. And um, <laughs> here's the deal, too. Today, throughout the show, we're going to be talking about our wildest dreams. What do you do when a dream is crushed? So we'll probably go to James on that one. And um, is that right, James? Because, James, we haven't seen you. For, I haven't seen you for a week. Yeah. Where were you, by the way? I was in Boise, Idaho. So you notice when James is Exotic. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exotic. Boise, and, Idaho. Okay. So, and did you crush any dreams there? No, I made dreams possible. I weeded a garden. Okay. Oh, it was wow. a big garden, let me tell you. It was a big garden. Oh, yeah. I'm a big deal. Um, and then, Maddie, what we did some men on the street, Mike. Is that right? Yeah, we did, and it was interesting. We wanted to see what what people thought about dreams and if they were following them. and Like what their big dream yeah. in life was? So we went out, me and James hmm. went out, and we talked to people at the mall and around campus. Well, let's see. What are some of your goals and dreams? Um, I want to be successful at what I want to do, um, and I also want to have a family one day. So if money weren't an option, what would you do? Um, I would be a musician. That's what I like to do. Is that what you wanted to do when you were a kid? Yeah. Ever since I was probably about in middle school, that's what I wanted to do. So what were some of your goals and dreams as a child? I wanted to be a cop or something more involved in the arts, just like random things. And that's changed over time. What do you want to do now? Yeah, right now it's still in the arts. My current goal is to become a film scorer to write music for movies. Do you think if money weren't an option, that's what you'd do? Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't an option, that would be all I would do. Why? I'm very passionate about it, and that's what I enjoy. I feel like it's where I'm the most comfortable. What do you think is to be said about those who follow their dreams? Those who follow their dreams, I feel like they understand themselves more. They're more in touch with with their spirituality. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Um, I've always wanted to be an elementary teacher. Even when you were like six, you wanted to be an elementary school teacher? That was your dream? That was your goal? Mm-hmm. It was, ever since I can remember. Why? Um, I had some awesome teachers when I was younger, and they inspired me, and so I wanted to do the same thing. So what do you think is to be said about those who, who follow their dreams and their goals? Um, I think it's very rewarding when you follow your dreams and you pursue them and make something of it. What were some of your goals or your dreams as a child? As a child, I think mainly I wanted to be into sports, you know, become a professional athlete of some sort. But Do you still want to be a professional athlete? No, I don't. <laughs> That's changed. So, What do you want to be now? A uh, pharmacist. If, if money or skills were an option, would you still be a professional athlete? Um, I don't think so. 
um, just my perspective on life has changed. So, As a child, what was your dream? What did you want to be when you grew up? A detective and like work for the FBI. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to be now? Um, I'm want to be a social worker. <laughs> so I'm going to grad school in social work. So, which if if money wasn't an issue, would you want to be a detective still? Or maybe I don't know. I've been. Um, I think it would be cool, but I don't know if I'd actually do it. What would you want to do if if money and other stuff was not an issue? If you had a dream, what what, what would it be? I would probably. I'd want to travel the world. I want to be someone who. Hmm, catches sharks. When you grow up, you want to catch sharks? Yes. Why do you want to catch sharks? Because then, then I can cut them up and eat them for dinner. <laughs> so as a child, what were some of your, your goals or your dreams? All I've ever wanted to do, even since then, was just create a cool experience for my friends. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I always wanted to create like a little haunted house. I wanted to be an ophthalmologist. Really? You were eight years old and you wanted to be that? Uh-huh. So did you, what, what happened? What are you now? I, I'm a professor of music. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Uh, you know, I decided to go with passion instead of reality. Do, do you think that you followed your dream or that became your dream over time? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. I can't get over that kid that wants to kill and cut up a shark. I know. That was the best thing ever. He went from, like, somebody that could work at SeaWorld to a sushi <laughs> chef. <laughs> I mean, that was so sad. Yeah. But it was cute. Yeah, it was And really by the cute. way, James, you did great. That was a cute kid voice. Oh, yeah. I, deep down inside, I really want to kill sharks and eat them for dinner. Can you do the Gross. kid voice again? You know, you know <laughs> what it not. is? It's Boise. Boise changed him. Before yeah. he went to Boise and you weeded for, a, for five days, he used to be different. He's got less hair. He smells yeah. different. It's weird. He smells different. Did you notice that? Yeah. I think it smells like shark. Wait, good different, right? Well, right? No. remains to be seen. Hey, here's the thing. Did you notice that they don't seem to be going after their dreams? But everyone thinks it's important. Yeah, which means it's a rarity. It's something we don't do very much. Am I the only one living the dream? <laughs> Sean's living the dream. Sean, really? Are you doing what you wanted to do when you were, really? Oh, Sean. Really? I know it's disappointing. <laughs> He's nodding his head. You need to aim higher, Sean. That's good. You're living your dream. James? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a PhD in passion. I think that was That is living the dream right there. Once <laughs> it's I got a my degree. UD. <laughs> a FUD. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it is a, a PhD in passion. I am. Doctor with a K. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's great. <laughs> From the intra-web. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Well, uh, Mike, you live in your dream? You know, when I was five and my parents asked me what I wanted to be, I said I wanted to be a fire truck. I don't think that's possible. I'm trying. But... <laughs> you, by the way, would be a great truck. Yeah. Hey, um, just a little thing. Uh, when Kenzie comes in studio in here, can you just stay in there? Yep. Yep. I'm just thinking for security reasons. No, I think that's a great idea. That way you're caged. You're ca- oh, you want us to rap and not talk about that publicly. No, I'm just copying Sean. <sighs> Maddie. Okay, Maddie, you're going to stick with us, right? Because yeah. you've got a great lesson to teach us later. Yeah, I do. Beautiful. Okay, we're talking dreams. Dream making, dream achieving, your journey to a dream. 
Up next, Kenzie Hall, somebody that has gone after at the age of 17, went after the dream, went after the crown of American Idol. You know what? We're going to see if it's all worth it. We're asking Kenzie Hall up next. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We are joined in studio. Kenzie Hall is here. She, you may have seen her on American Idol. She, um, she's the cute blonde that just kind of had a little yodely voice on that last song. Remember that song? What was that song you did? And you just, you rapped, but you with your oh, voice. Was, oh, was that Macklemore? That was Macklemore. You know, on the way, we went to San Diego, and on the way home, we macklemore the entire way. You did. Mm-hmm. He's good. It? I've he always liked good. him. Uh, I always didn't think I was into rap. I didn't either. But he's kind of not the typical rapper. Yeah. He's got like a soft touch. He is. He's a softie. Know. That sounds weird. <laughs> um, joined here by Kenzie Hall. Now, Kenzie, 17 years old, mm-hmm. high school. Well, let's maybe not give too many details. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We don't want Kenzie to be chased <laughs> around town. But Kenzie got on American Idol, tried out at the Salt Lake City ad- auditions, right? Mm-hmm. And well, okay. First of all, seventeen-year-old, young. You were young. That you were probably sixteen. I was sixteen at the time. Yeah. You were a young punk. Absolutely. I don't know if that's true. I am a punk. But you're not a punk. But you were young. And what are you thinking as a sixteen-year-old? Like, oh, I guess I'll go try out for Idol. Actually, it's a funny story. I was not planning on trying out for Idol at all. People had asked me, and I had a really good friend who was auditioned for Idol a lot. Yeah. And he's like, I have like this pass that we can get through like a producer round, and it'll be awesome. And all this stuff. And I was like, meh, yeah. I don't want to go the TV yeah. route. I didn't. I just didn't want to do that. And I always told myself I wanted to go independent and yeah. just do music that yeah. way. And it ended up being the night before. My mom's like, I really hope you know a song on like in the back of your head right now. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I go to sleep and she wakes <laughs> me up at 6 in the morning and we drove down to Energy Solutions Arena. You're and I auditioned. kidding. Yeah. So she just, she was, she was going to take you. She knew it the whole time. I, she had asked me, do you want to do it? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. And then <laughs> the day of, she's like, get in the car. I okay. hope you look good. How did she get you in the car? Because like my son, we'd have to drag. Yeah. Kicking and screaming. She and he'd probably be t- half She told us. me it was something, like we had to go like to my grandpa's to get, look at a guitar or something like that. It was something like strange. And I remember thinking, what in the heck are we doing? But it was <laughs> six in the morning. So my brain's not really yeah, whatever. functioning. Yeah, she tricked you. She definitely tricked me, but She's it worked out well. Well, it did work mm-hmm. out well. And what's cool is sometimes maybe you tell me on this. Um, sometimes you know your dream. But you don't want to do it because it's scary. Mm-hmm. But mom knows your dream and she's totally not afraid to do it. Totally. I think because she knows my capabilities and yeah. she knows what I can do and she believes in myself a lot more. Being a teenager is hard. Oh, it is. No, totally. Especially in times like today. And so it's definitely hard doing that. So, But you put yourself out. I mean, that's yeah. what's weird that nobody gets even doing like this show because I put my you put yourself out there to be critiqued, right. to be laughed at. And then all of a sudden... So your dream's coming true. Here you are on Top Idol fin- finalist, right? Mm-hmm. Top 30 out of how many? 80,000. 80,000. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. Some of those shouldn't even have tried out. Let's be real. But then there's, you know, let's go to the other 50,000. They did well, though. <laughs> but then you're in the top 30. Yes. 
which is uh, that's a dream come true. Absolutely. And yet, um, well, let's let's save it because we've got a big show. <laughs> We're talking again with Kenzie Hall. Kenzie's got a new album that'll be out in October. What yes. are we calling it? Do we know yet? I think I've gotten some ideas, and I think. I'm probably just going to go with a self-title, just Ken's Hall. Okay, oh, that's cute. How about yeah. Shazam? Shazam! Shazam! Say it like that. That's, Maybe not. That's a, pow- that's a puncher. That's a- <laughs> That'll hit you in the face. <laughs> that's a total puncher. Um, so this, uh, this album coming out in October, mm-hmm. original songs? Yes. And some covers? There's one cover. One cover. The, the producer I'm working with, his name's Joshua James. Yes. He's amazing. He told me, let's do a cover that's before 1975. Really? And I was like, oh, crap. I don't know any of yeah, these. Like, I, I love the Beatles, but I'm yeah. like, those songs are pretty much overdone. Yes. So I got to think of a good one. But we chose one that's really cool. Does it have a name that you want to share? Because we're going to play it sometime today, I think. Are you going to play it? I'm not going to play no, that you're, you're, one. Oh, oh, you're not? You're no. saving the cover. I'm saving the cover. Let us let me just, I'll name a few songs okay. from the 70s. Okay. Uh, it's got to be something from Sonny and Cher. Close. Is it? No. I've got you, babe. <laughs> Oh, you'd be good with no. that. I've got you, babe. Um, Sean, do you know any songs from the 70s? It's more of a Motown song. Really? If so it's Donna Summer. Aretha? Aretha no. Franklin. Nope. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Was that, that was one? done on Idols. It's Ethel so. Merman. That was Ethel Merman. <laughs> we always, they always think I'm Ethel Merman when I do a little vibrato. Um, okay, we'll get to that. Okay. I, let's play your music later. I, okay. I want to talk to you. Okay, I know something really cool about how you, I think I know, started playing guitar. Okay, let's hear Talk it. about it. Talk about, you have a family member, don't you? <laughs> grandpa. Yes, my grandpa. Is he the one that got you in the guitar? He... And does he get royalties on anything you produce? <laughs> you could say so. I do a lot of shows and use his guitars. But um, yeah. growing up, I remember a lot sitting on the porch and he would grab a guitar and do like old folk songs, yeah. which was so cool. And I and I look back at that and I'm like, that is awesome. Like to be able to grow up with that is so cool. Yeah. Um, so I grew up listening to guitar and that was like the main instrument in my family. Like we didn't have piano players or anything like that. And then um, I got a little bit older and my two uncles played guitar and I'm very, oh, very close with yeah. one of my uncles. And so I was about, I think I was nine or ten and I asked my mom for a guitar for Christmas, and she's like, "Why would you want a guitar?" And You're I was so like, young. "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "I think it would be so cool to be the first girl in the family to play guitar." Boy. So that was my that was my motive for playing. And the first year, I'll be honest, it was awful. Did you pick it up easily though? I did because guitar's not easy. Not at all. But I took lessons in like for about five years or so, and then kind of took it off on my own but the first year it was so difficult mm-hmm. for me just having to practice oh, and yeah, I hate that. do that i was not used to that i danced yeah and so i was like hey by the way me too did you dance yeah really how was that i'm still actually trying to pick it up yeah it's hard it is hard i danced before i could walk my mom was a dance teacher so i grew up dancing so i was around with music nonstop, not only by my grandpa but so dance. that's part of the entertainment though is yeah. dancing so you have the dancing down you've picked up the music mm-hmm. from nine on mm-hmm <laughs> But did you take vocal lessons? How did you know your voice could? Hold I didn't out? know my voice could hold out. I never took vocal lessons. Never yeah. have done those. Um, I just think they're very restrictive on some voices, mm-hmm. and I, I'd like to keep the uniqueness of my voice. You have a very unique voice because that's what I get comment yeah comments on and stuff like that. So I like to keep that. But yeah, I didn't know I could sing until I. I think I did like assemblies. Yeah. I did the sixth grade talent assembly. Did you? <laughs> that was like the first time I performed it in front of anyone. That's when you broke out. Let's call that the breakout. Pretty much. I sang sixth I'm Yours grade. by Jason Mraz. <gasps> yes. And it was terrifying. Was it? And I remember looking at my mom the whole time. 
yeah, your mom was just kind of watching you and trying to figure out, yeah, come on, babe. Was she like like coaxing you on, gearing you yeah. to, to become better? She just had the video camera and she's like, be better. Hey, you know what? We have, um, we have your American Idol oh, audition. Good. Okay, so we're going to play it and then I want you to give us some after some play-by-play. What were you thinking? Okay. This is where you walked out on the stage and this is where they gave you the ticket, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Kenzie. My pride should keep me company. Da da da, da da da. And you just gave yours all away. <laughs> and now I'll dress myself for two. Once for me and once for someone new. I'm gonna do some things you wouldn't let wow. me do. <laughs> no. I'm gonna find another you. What? Uh, were you, yeah, what too. were you thinking? I don't know. That like, was, was that crazy. terrifying? That was. That was terrifying. Because that's that's honest. cameras. Those are the big judges. Yeah. Jennifer well, Lopez. You're looking at Jennifer yeah, Lopez. How crazy is that? But, you know, they're normal people, and yeah. I went in there thinking that. And yeah. I think that really, really that helped. Help? Going in saying, you know, they're just normal people. They're just hearing me sing. They're multimillionaires, but they're yeah. normal people. Right. Um, so I went in there, and I was just – I was the whole time I had when, – usually when I get nervous, I speed up. Yeah, you can tell. Too. I me do too. that. But um, so the whole time in my head, that watching that and, like, hearing that, the whole time I remember thinking, do not speed up. Do not <laughs> speed up. Do not speed up. And I keep, like, my foot at a tap. You kept a rhythm. I keep a rhythm and like it's funny because like just to the right of the judges where it's off camera, there's probably like 30 or 40 people. So there's more pressure. You have like producers and stuff and you're like you really want to please them as well as the judges because like everyone has a say. So it was terrifying. You were 16. I was 16. That's a dream in the making. Absolutely. That's that's the beginning of a dream. I mean and what's amazing too is you survived. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would have thought that would have killed you. It almost Anybody because that's. A crusher, and that's the thing. Seems like the problem with a lot of us going after our dreams is that's we have to overcome the fear to do that. So right. let's let's we'll come back. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we're talking with Kenzie Hall about just not American Idol, really. It's really now about Kenzie. It's and it's Kenzie Idol, and but it's about becoming your dream and living your dream. And and I want to come back and find out the lessons you learned. I know you've mm-hmm. learned a ton. Absolutely. And I also am going to bet it's there's probably this is what's weird. And you just answer yes or no. Okay. And then you'll go in depth. <laughs> You've probably never been more loved and probably more lonely. Yes. Isn't that wild? It it's shouldn't so be lonely. Weird. Isn't that true, though? Yeah. But you know, everyone loves you and reveres you. Yeah. Some, and then <sighs> but no one's ever around. <laughs> like, where are yeah. my friends? And totally. and then how do you make a friend when you're already kind yeah. of start? Now you're kind of a star, and how do you? How, what friend do you trust now? And right, tough. It's very tough. Being in high school is tough. Period. Oh, totally. And so, and I'm not a social person. I don't yeah. go to parties, and I sit in my room and play guitar every single day. Yeah. When I'm not with my one best friend, yeah, I am doing music, and oh. it's weird because all like people are graduating, and I'm a junior now, and so all my friends, I have like one friend in my ward who's a senior. 
and I'm like, you're leaving me. They're what all, do I do? Yeah. Then you're all alone. So then going to Idol and then I get all this love on social media. It's like, you guys are so great. And I love hearing these fans and stuff. But it's like, I don't get to see you in person. Yeah, so it's I'm, very I'm lonely. I go back and I go to my family, which is great. Yeah. But it's like. It's still not. It's just weird. And it's not normal. We're, we're going to come back. Normal. We're talking with Kenzie Hall, American Idol finalist, top 30. Is that what we're calling Right. You? Top 15 girls. Top, top 15 30. girls. So she's top 15 out of 80,000 for crying out loud. <laughs> she's the real deal. When we come back, we're going to pick her brain. We're going to hear her sing a few songs as well. I have a feeling we can coax one out of her. And um, we're just going to learn more about following your dreams, achieving your goals. You know, sometimes they're not always cracked up to what you think they're going to be. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back. More with Kenzie Hall right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. back everybody this is the matt townsend show today we're talking about achieving your dreams and in studio today kenzie hall's joining us who has accomplished a dream really she has she she made it to american idol got on american idol was in the top 30 finishers top 15 women um you know huge deal out of eighty thousand for a 16 year old girl she picked up the guitar at age nine i think i was nine i'm like having she was kind of born to dance. She was a dancer. I was a dancer. I was meant to be a dancer, and then was, I switched. Was My it, mom was devastated. And you, but then you can put it all together. You succeeded. You then went to Hollywood Week. I did. Now, the whole time I'm watching, because I'm kind of, you know, the PhD in me is making me think, hmm, what are they really going through? <laughs> and it seems like that would be torture, because there's some weird competition and some passive aggressive and just aggressive aggressive behavior and what was that like cute little 16 year old Kenzie now in the middle of Hollywood trying to play you know big time Hollywood week is 10 times harder than it looks on TV Oh I bet what's the I hardest will thing I always say that um I think for me the hardest thing was was having to be with people 24/7 and when I say 24/7 I mean it Yeah oh yeah They you go you're to practicing, bed. You're, uh, yeah, yeah, you go to bed at like two in the morning for some reason. You, do, I don't know why. <laughs> Thinking back on it, we had auditions, and then you sat and waited. Oh, so geez. it's it's the producers call it the hurry up and wait yeah. week. It's kind of the, that's really what part it is. of that's just the stressor of it, right? So yes. just get used to not it's knowing horrible. when you're going to go on. It's yeah, random. Anticipation's the worst uh, part. Yeah, and so we would go to bed at two. Roll call would be at five. Oh. And so you have to be camera ready at 5 a.m. So as a girl, I'd have to get up an hour earlier. Oh, man. But it was so nice because I had my mom. Yeah. And she could set an alarm and she can wake up to an alarm. <laughs> I'd re- much rather be with my mom than have a roommate. Yeah. Because I heard stories that there were roommates that would sabotage their roommate. Oh, and oh, that hey, my alarm didn't go off. Yeah. They would turn off their alarm. I was like, people are crazy. That's why Justin Bieber needs his mom on tour with him. That's what I'm saying. Keeps him straight. You totally uh, need your but mom. They're, so they're, they're sabotaging you. They're trying to bring yeah. you down. They would, I swear, people would be put in situations that were just dramatic. Yeah. Because, okay, for group brown, you know what that is? Yeah, yeah. I had a great group, and I had two girls, um, Austin Wolf. Se- you select the group? Yeah, you yeah, choose your own good. group. Usually... They were talking. We had rumors that they were in choose groups and people were panicking. And I, I was bet. like, no, I have. I had my two girls from Utah. Yeah. 
And we were like, we're going to be in a group. It's going to be awesome. We're going to figure it out. And we were just talking. And then this guy came up and he's like, would you guys like like a male voice? I and saw we're like, him. that's awesome. Yeah. You loved him, didn't you? What's his name? Oh, his name was Keith London. Yeah. And we did not, I guess, anticipate the drama that would come from adding someone that we had not met An before. outsider. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> it was, oh, it was crazy. Was it? Just having... Just I having don't know. Him. It was just so hard. Yeah. It was dramatic. Well, it's like a, it's another dynamic, right? It's totally. another personality. And you had already meshed. Yeah. We had met and we had met in Utah. So yeah. we had met like in the airport. So we were good friends. And oh, we were like, no. we have each other's backs. It's going to be great. <laughs> and we add someone who was totally backwards and different from us, I guess. Opposite yeah. from us that we were not expecting. Yeah. And it was insane. So when I say like group week, I thought it would be, I was like, we yeah. have group down. It's yeah, totally no big fine. Deal. And then I got like the hard, it, they didn't air it, which was pretty, pretty great, I guess. Yeah. It was, they didn't air your breakdown. Yeah. I got mean. Did you really? I saw a side of me that I've never seen. Oh, I want to see that. Life. I would pay to I see that. I was like, I think it was because it was like five in the morning and we had to be up at six. Yeah. I literally got to my room and I looked, I have a screenshot on my phone of the alarm. It said like 448 and I had to be up at like 508. And I was like, okay, mom, wake me up in like 10 minutes. And Unbelievable. Went to bed like that. And then, but yeah, it was, oh, it was crazy. See, and you can't anticipate that. I mean, you could even anticipate, it's going to be hard, but, oh. but not like a train Not wreck. at all what I thought it would be though. And then, I mean, it's, it's kind of like they're breaking you down, aren't they? So They're testing par- you. So part of this is, it's the test, right? It's the <laughs> breakdown and you keep passing and you keep passing and some of it is, I guess it's just you being good. Mm-hmm. So if you, I mean, being good, you, you're going to get so far anyway. Mm-hmm. But then psychologically, you still got to deal with crazies. You have to be emotionally ready for it. And I was not expecting it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Of and it. how do you get ready for that? You can't. Well, because see, some of these people are after, some of them are just after fame. Fame is They're what after, they want. Yeah. The 15 seconds of fame, at least. Oh, just see. to be on TV is big for some people. And mm-hmm. a lot of people said that. They're like, I'm happy to make it this far, which we all were excited to be sure. as far as we got. But they're like, I don't care if I keep going. And it's like, well. What are you doing? Yeah. You want to blow your talent out exactly. and get big. That's exactly what I was there for. Yes. Yeah. So. Does, um, do you, okay, idol aside, what's hap- what's Kenzie now? Like, because they, it's got to be weird. You, you're in this weird microcosm. You come home, everyone in Utah knows about you. Certain people, all people all over the country fell in love with you. You were a top player. And then you come home and there's, is there, what happens when you're home? Hi. Yeah. Then you well, got to figure out who you are, I guess. Exactly. Coming home from Idol, it was like a lot of emotions. Um, I was frustrated with how it went out and, and I was. How it went out, like how you saw it being portrayed through the producers. That and how I was cut. Oh. A lot of people were like, that's unfair. And I, I agreed with that. I was like, that was a bummer. That was yeah. a huge bummer how that happened. Yeah. But um, so I was f- frustrated and I was nervous to go back to high school because I obviously you have that inside of you. That's just the anxiety of going back to after failing yeah. is what really, really scared me. And so I went back and I just had to be confident myself. And, you know, I, I made it far and I was proud of that. But coming back, it was super, super hard to like get back to normal routine mm-hmm. and go back to just being Kenzie and not just being that girl from my yeah. idol. Isn't that hard? I mean, yeah. you, but you forever have been with all of these friends. You were just Kenzie. 
Yeah. Then you they you got blown up, and yeah. then they kind of change on you. Like, they knew I was a singer, and then after I guess the rest of America knew I was a singer, they it became I came home and I got a lot of new friends that I did not know about. Yeah. Did you like? Do we know each other? I was like, I don't think I've ever talked to you, but I will be your friend. There's the taste of stardom, I guess. I guess. Now all of a sudden people know you. There's a weird advantage. There's a weird moment when more people know about you or know who you are when you walk in a room totally. than you know them. I know. And I hear that all the time. People are like, I know this is weird, but I know you and you don't know me. It's like yeah. I'm yeah. used to it now. I'm totally good with but, it um, Yeah. Coming, right after I got cut, actually, the day after I went to Disneyland. Did you really? Weirdest oh, no. I saw thing. that. I saw that it on your It was so Instagram. weird going and like I'd be in line and I'd hear, is that good? I hear the whispers, and Are I'd be serious? turning around, and I'm like, yeah. It was so weird for me because <laughs> so being an idol, you were, like, locked in yeah. a hotel. And so going out into the real world where people actually recognized me was very strange but awesome. But And, and again, <laughs> it's kind of what you want, but then really you're more about let's just play music. Yeah. Let's just keep impacting people with music. Exactly. And so it was, it was strange that people knew me from this from TV show, and I was like, yeah, but did you hear my music? Like, did you hear that? And stuff like that. Let's, um, would you be willing to play something for us? Sure. What, now, you've got a new album coming out in October, <coughs> soon to be na- named, but it's going to be basically Kenzie Hall. Basically. Basically Kenzie Hall, and uh, she brought her guitar. Now, is this mm-hmm. your grandpa's guitar? This is actually mine. I picked it out with my grandpa. Did you? Yeah, this one's mine. Grandpa Dorius, what a stud. What a stud. Um, tell me what we're going to play. Now, we saying you. Me? Because you're not going to want me to play anything. Let's see. Let's think about this. How many songs do you want me to play throughout Maybe two. This? Let's, we'll two? do one now and then one in the next break if you're really nice to Kenzie. Okay. Let's think. I think I'm going to do a teaser of a song. Okay. Let's you do down it. with that? I totally love a teaser. Okay. This is a song that I wrote with a guy named Isaac Russell who's awesome. Isaac Russell, uh, local talent? Yes. Okay. And um, so this gives me, it's going to be on the new album. And Sweet. I just recorded it. Again, the new it. album will have a bunch of uh, all new songs, mm-hmm. pretty, much. pretty much. All your work. Yep. Good. Dark night in the middle of the day. Signal flares gone astray. Could have sworn I heard you say you'd be back for me. Your love, it got old in a hurry No pain, no gain, no loss, no worries And I'm writing my own story So to me it's all the same So stop right there and give me one good reason Why I should write down your name Cause loving ain't what happens next Loving's living with regret. Woo. Beautiful. Thank Holy you. cow. Yeah. You ought to go pro, Kenz. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you, your voice, though, is so beautiful. Thank you. I feel like I want to sing with you. Do you want to sing with me? I probably ought not do that. I have a song you could. I better not. I was this close, though. (laughs) Ooh, I was this close. Uh, Again, we're talking with Kenzie Hall, and we're going to come back if if her throat holds out. Seriously. It's just so sick. Sorry, guys. It's so close. (laughs) She's been overworking it, um, trying to make money to pay the bills. Record Um, an album. And record an album, which nothing will take it out more than that. Absolutely. We're going to take a break. More with uh, Kenzie Hall's joining us again. Top 30, top 15 female American finalist on, on American Idol. And, uh, 
the bomb, we call her. But again, I think more more importantly, a, a woman, a young woman that reached out, reached for her goal and is making it happen. And yet, you know, finding out it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a break. More with Kenzie Hall when we come back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, hey, it's actually the Kenzie Hall Show today. <laughs> Kenzie Hall, American Idol finalist, top 30 finalist, 15th, top 15 female, top 15 male. I uh, I never finished. I was about I was about 79,980 wow. on American Idol. You did so well. Yeah, I was 80,000. Um, <laughs> Kenzie's joining us, but is teaching us something, I think... Uh, really powerful about dreams because her goal was just to be just to go offer her talent go sing go grow go have an opportunity to go blow this open fame may not have been your goal my goal was definitely not to win american idol as awful as that sounds my goal was to open new doors yeah and it has has it done that and i think goal accomplished yeah and opened your eyes absolutely like what the heck's going on like It opened my eyes a lot to being a rock star. Yeah. Having late nights and early mornings and living in a hotel. And it opened my eyes to that. And it made me really decide, do I want to be that? Yeah. And I I really had to think about that. Do I want to be a musician in this industry? Do I want to be a local artist? Do I want to be, you know, whatever it is, it really opened my eyes to all those different things. It's um, it's also one of our our, uh, tweeters asked a question. (laughs) Uh, t- Twitter question. Here we go. Taylor made twelve asked, "Hey Kenzie, how do you not compare yourself to other girls? And I by the think, way, other talents. So yeah. you had to have been oh, comparison one hundred and one. Terrifying. Yeah. Being an idol, especially when you'd have to sit. They made us sit in the audience and listen to every single person audition. So obviously, all of us are like, I can't sing like her. I'm not a yeah. powerhouse yeah. like her. I'm not a powerhouse like him. And so, comparing myself was number one. And I always told myself going into things, do not compare yourself. You can't compare. That's the number one thing I think for girls nowadays is comparing yourself. And um, I kind of have the saying of stay rad. And okay, what reason, does that mean? Stay rad. I've yeah, seen it all over the I place. I know. I have t-shirts and, and I, have an, I wear a necklace every single day that says stay rad. And I really think the whole thing is just you're unique for a reason and you're made for a reason. And I truly believe that. Everything happens for a reason and you are who you are. And whatever you are is rad. If you're quiet, that's rad. That's it. And if you're, you know, if you're a partier or if you're, you're an introvert or whatever you are is awesome and rad. And so I think that people need to stay rad. And that's my whole. And like not shift yourself. Philosophy, I guess. You don't have to be something for someone else. Not all. Never stay change you. yourself. Always make yourself happy. Yeah. And stay rad. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're a musician. I know. You gotta say, stay rad, baby. Stay um, rad. It really, it's a it's a great message, and I, I just sit there and I think how many girls out there have to feel like they have to change themselves, and Absolutely. I mean musicians. Again, what's brilliant about you though is you would just you can't compete with some like diva opera singer, yeah, and you can't maybe compete with some rock and roller guy mm-hmm. that won it the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So instead, you got to be Kenzie, and you got to pick the right song. You have to know but who you, you are. But when you did it, and you did it right, right yeah. when you were you. 
it's just it's it, it flies. always works when you're yourself yeah. and you're happy with yourself if you're not happy then you're welcome to change for yeah. whoever you want but, but i yeah. think that you have to make yourself happy and that's number one you have to trust yourself yeah that's huge. absolutely trust yourself what did you learn about people so one of my things you know we, we all have our dreams we all have our goals and and again whatever you want to be <laughs> it's still going to involve people yes what, what were your top lessons about just human beings overall? You saw a lot of people. I did. I saw a lot of different types of people. Yeah. I saw people that are very, very caring. And, that, you know, there was a girl who was a hairstylist where she came from, and she was – people called her the mom. She would do everyone's hair in the morning. Did she really? And she loved it, and she was just a happy person. And then, you know, I met people that were very, very selfish uh-huh. and out for themselves. And so I learned you have to take the good with the bad and, you know – Surround yourself with people that make you feel good. Yeah. I definitely learned that. I found people there and I found friends there that made me feel better about myself uh-huh. and made me feel comfortable. So I definitely think that's one of the number one things I learned while while there about people was that I need to find people and don't always please people. Mm. If you I know a lot of people that told me do not do the Macklemore. Do not do really? that. Really? A lot of people said that. Oh, and you I was nailed like, it. you know what? I think I was confident in it. And so I did it, yeah. and it paid off. Oh yeah, that's no, how that people was, know me. Don't you think that was Absolutely. the deal maker? That that really really. Who would helped. tell you not to? Just people that don't know you. People that don't know me, as well as people in school. They were like, "No, you don't want to be portrayed as a rapper." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Meh." Isn't that I guess. interesting? But, but see, yeah. no one can tell you, can they? No. You kind of have to. I, I get that's a great for lesson for everybody. That that would be good for me. That would mm-hmm. be smart move. Yeah. And so I was confident in that, and I went for it. Yeah. And I, that's what I, I definitely learned that. Well, but you also brought, you brought a light to it that was different than Macklemore could even bring yeah. or anyone else could bring. Yeah. Right? I mean, you brought, I mean, it could be, I mean, if I, if I tried a little Macklemore, which I might do later in the show. Yeah. I, I listened to it all the way from San Diego. So I listened to it a lot. Um, do you want to do another song for us? If you sing along. <clears throat> Probably not. My, okay. you know, my throat. <sighs> Me too. There's something going around. I've been sick for like three weeks. Have you really? Well, that might be telling you something. She she could do row 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 your boat if you want. Ah, we don't want to ruin. I can do that. If yeah, you want. <laughs> um, Kenz, what are you gonna do for us this time? Do you have it's a capo? My, it's out my case. We'll get it. Yeah, and maybe bring mom in. Yeah, bring my mom in. Oof. Um. I'm I'm thinking just because we were talking about it, I think I'm gonna do the Macklemore. Are you? Oh, do it I think for I sure. I need my cape with them. We'll, we'll get it if you want. I'll just hold your. You I'll hold your hold cord that? I've done you. that. I've used a pencil and a rubber band. Have you? Really? That's yeah. how, I know that's how my son. And if you do see, it. there's a crack in my guitar right here. What's that? Do you want to know the story behind it? What did you do? You so brought. I was in Hollywood Week. Yeah. Oh wow. And um, I had just gotten through the first auditions, and it was group round, and they were like, "We don't have a piano right now," and I was like, "Well, I have a guitar. I know the song." And we did Love Somebody by Maroon 5. Thank oh, you. wow. And so um, we were like, yeah, I have a guitar. I know the chords, blah, blah, blah. So I go to get my guitar. I'm like, Mom, I need my guitar. And I run and like I yell it to her. Yeah. She picks it up by the strap, and it does a 180. Oh, no. And it spins and my good old mother bangs. dropped it. <gasps> Mom Don Hall broke. You darn, darn broke her she guitar. She dropped it. Huge. Yeah. Like the first On day night. one. That would have... You would have been to blame forever. It would have been awful, wouldn't it? But she pulled it out. I did. She did some woodwork, fixed her. If you notice, I don't use it the rest of the the rest of Hollywood Week. I was so nervous that it would break again. So anyway, getting to Macklemore. That's right. Okay, you're gonna do a little Macklemore for us. By the way, uh, one of my favorite. (laughs) This is one of my favorite songs you do. Thank you. Because it makes me think I could sing. 
Anyone can sing. Because it's a sing rap talk. Yeah. It's like a sing talk. Totally. All right, let's do this. Where do we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. If I tell it's over, so we put our hands up like the ceiling can hold us. Like the ceiling can hold us. Mm-hmm. Return of the Mac, get up what it is, what it does, what it is, what it is. And looking for a better way to get up, I best take getting on there and check him in and get up. Fresh up, stop walking, a little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious, somewhere between the cracking cars. We split a game, no, no, y'all can copy. Bad Milwaukee is here. It's my party, my pussy's been on Broadway. And we did it, our way grown music Shed my skin and put my bones Into everything I record to it And yeah, I'm all of the stage like gold Shine on down, I got a bop back Cause you came in pink, go in my style Money, stay on my craft and stick around for those pounds But I'll do that to pass the torch Put it on for my town, trust me I'm on the I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T And hustling, chasing dreams since I was 14 four-track bus sitting halfway across the city with a backpack that cat crush and our labels out here now they can't tell me nothing i'll give it to the people across the country now labels out here now they can't tell me nothing i'll give it to the people spread it across the country man <laughs> that is awesome thank you where were you on my drive to San Diego? I could have listened to that all day long. Seriously, Kenzie. Um, Thank you. By the way, that's the money. That's the money song right there. I know, and I've, I, I can't you've sing you it every How many times I've sang that song? But see, it's hard because that's a cover, right? So you, you want your own. You need yeah. to become. I want to be Kenzie the the musician, not just Kenzie the cover artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is hard to get out of. Because well, I'm known as that. I know that's the problem, and mm-hmm. but maybe too that's you know that's where you are now. This new album you're going to bust yes. out. It's all Kenzie. Cannot hey, wait. Is there a rap? What do we call that? That doesn't seem like a rap. It seems like a rap talk. Because rap talk, I could do. Yeah, you know. could. It's a rap talk. Hey, uh, write that down, James. Write me a rap talk. I want to do some rap talking. He actually is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he always pretends. He pretends to write. They always pretend to write what I say, and then they never bring it up. Now, what are you talking about? That's so. Oh, did you write that rap talk no, by tomorrow? I want a rap talk. Cool. Um, Ken's, uh, you have a lovely lady standing here. I do. My mother. Don. Don. Don Hall. We love you. You guys. Seriously, Don. What's it like to have to go to Hollywood Week and walk your daughter in it? Five in the morning and say, get up in 10 minutes. I, best decision I ever made for her. Was to take her. It's hard to see your kids do hard things. Yeah, yeah. But I knew she was capable of great things. Oh, yeah. I knew, I have watched her grow. I know she's shy. Mm -hmm. I know she's quiet. I know that the social scene is not her preference. Um. I knew the talent that she had, and I knew she'd say no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after her? she said no occasionally, <laughs> a, a lot, I laid in bed with my husband, and he said, you're crazy not to take her. And I said, oh, she's so scared. I know she's scared. That's why she's yeah. going to do it. And he said, make her do hard things. And she's got a voice, and if you don't use it, She'll lose it. Oh, that's you and know what? So, that's huge. That maybe that's a key then for all of us is yeah. sometimes someone else can see it and they might need to push a little bit. Totally. I gave her every 
crazy excuse like oh we're going to the studio because i knew she loved the studio Uh, we're gonna go look at a guitar just get up and get in the car and when she realized where we were she said you're carrying the guitar all day yeah i made her all day day. (laughs) and i said gladly but what she didn't tell you when you asked how how that day was that day of the audition we get there early but you don't go in no, for you just sit hours, and, and you're scared, and you don't eat, and you're tired. And by the time she went in, it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, and was your throat messed up because you probably practiced, or did you I, just sit? I sat with my family. I was like, we're not going to talk. We're going to be quiet, and we're just not going to talk. <laughs> that's basically what I said. Well, because honestly, that's really good for you. Yeah. You are like, just at home. She's normal. I, that's yeah. normal for her. Very quiet. Very quiet. And you know, people got up and they'd be in the middle of a crowd and start to sing. And Belt. then people would applaud and they'd, they'd be look like, around like, thank you. You're listening. <laughs> like, it's like, how do we not listen? You yeah. are in the middle are of the crowd. Are you kidding? You were just screaming. But get I never worried back. that she'd get lose her voice because yeah. I knew she'd be in a corner, oh, yeah. quiet somewhere. She wasn't there to make the friends. Yeah. And she told me that when well, I would go around. it's not camp, talk. for crying no. out loud. It's, no. it's you're a competition. There. That's right. And then when I took her to Hollywood Week, that was scary. And I felt that <coughs> fear. Yeah. I know, though, she's the type that will complain until it's time, and then she'll do it. Then she hits a home and run. And she does. And so after she'd made it first, past the first round where she'd done Macklemore. Yeah got there and then I break her guitar and it was a long <laughs> night for mom so mom gets you there and then she breaks your guitar I know what that's I there's know. something very you know, symbolic when about I turned that. to her and just said Ken's I can't believe I've done this I of course got grandpa Doria yeah. on the phone and we're facetiming and Is he's he saying tune, tune, no you, she's gone I'm not she's now at, oh now you're needing the intervention yeah but he I had her guitar she had to go to the vocal coach when she says they're up all night they're up all night <sighs> but mom is in trying to figure out and we're FaceTiming, and my dad's saying, put your, strum this one, strum it again. Okay, you're almost there. And strum she it knows again. nothing about I know guitars. Nothing. But he said, I don't know if it's going to stay in tune. But Oh, I love it. Anyway, so the rest That's of the huge. time she didn't get to use her guitar. But when I said, Kenzie, I'm so sorry, she said, it's okay. We'll yeah. be fine. Well, well done, Mom, in getting her there. Ken, leave us with one message here, okay? So for anybody out there, any kid listening, even my son, Tanner, <laughs> any, Tanner. anybody out there that listening – that is afraid to go make their dream come true, 30 seconds, what's your advice? I would say trust yourself, but push yourself. You got to push it to the limit, as High School Music would say. I just yeah. made High School oh, Music reference. Just made, <laughs> holy cow. I there goes all credibility. <laughs> anyway, um, I would definitely say trust yourself and go with your gut. I had to learn that a lot. And um, But be unique and stay unique and stay rad. Stay That's rad. And where, can say. they go to, do you have a website? Yeah, kenshall.com. Ken's Hall with a Z. K-E-N-Z Hall.com. Yes. And stay rad. Yeah, I have T-shirts and I have bags, all of that fun stuff. But You're awesome. You. I'm mm-hmm. proud of you. ITunes. Yeah. And, and go to iTunes. Yeah, She's got I still ton- have my EP this, up. The, the EP's up. Plus, you'll be releasing something in October. October. Eight new songs. Yes. Bomb Deliosis. And maybe, you know, maybe I'll sing with her later. Woohoo! Maybe we'll bring you back and we'll just do a little. Oh, James is writing me a rap. Oh, oh yeah. We'll do the rap. We can we just do it at my this. house. Yeah, betcha. it's no big deal. See you there. <laughs> good to have you, Ken's. Don, Thank thanks for, for coming. Thanks you didn't have to bring her here, did you? I did. Okay, good. Keep pushing, Don. I know, We right? love you, Ken's. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to take a break, come back uh, more on making your dreams come true. You know, we can all be like Kenzie. Be <laughs> rad. Stay rad. Stay rad. Stay rad. Thanks, everybody. Be right back right here on Matt Townsend Show on BYU Radio.
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, living the dream, by the way. My dream as a child was to have a radio show. When I was four (laughs) years old, I used to... No, I never did. No, that's not real. (sighs) My dream, my dream when I was four, when I was young, was to fly. And just to be real, it hasn't happened yet. Still Why aren't you living your dream, Matt? Well, because I tried, and I went and flew with a pilot, uh, and he did scared. some acrobatic flying over Sundance Ski Resort. He was scared. And I lost it. <laughs> and right <laughs> then I decided <laughs> I wanted to be a pilot. I really thought, not like I knew, I already had a life, right? This was a few years ago. But I decided, I, you know, that's not worth it. Oh, <laughs> And then I went on a roller coaster at SeaWorld. And you know that SeaWorld's known for their roller coasters. Some of the most vicious roller coasters in all of roller coaster land are at SeaWorld. And I got sick on one of them. What roller coaster Wait, do they have one? at SeaWorld? They have some new ones they have that were four way of them. fun. Yeah. Uh, one of them was fun. I mean, they're all fun, but one of them made me really sick. Did you even go upside down? No. No. I just barely was there a couple months ago, and they were pretty mild, but I thought they were- Mild. They were nice. Mild. Yeah. They were fun. You, like, puffed the magic dragon. No. No, It was Manta. It was the Manta. Yeah, the Do you know what a Manta is? I rode that four times in a row, Matt. Yeah. Well- It's a fish that glides through the water. Right. But let's just say- Let's just say, (laughs) if you had ridden that ride after me, it wouldn't have been four in a row. Because you would have had to wait about a half hour. Oh, oh yeah. After you, yes. But I would have gone before you. I, mean, I know that sounds gross, but <laughs> let's, let's just say the manta stings. It's, it got me. <sighs> anyway, so. I want to see you on the teacups at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. No, I went on uh, Knott's Berry Farm last year, the, their version of the teacups, which was something else. And sick. You know what it is? It's spinning. It's spinning. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll go to Mr. Toad's Wild Ride then. No. Okay. Nightmare. You know, if, if you ever if, back it down. Come on, it's not a wild ride. No, that's believe me. no. It's How dark. About Dumbo. It's, Dumbo. Up in the Dumbo. Air, no. Sean, no. Oh, jeez. No. Give that's, me a break. Can we spin your chair around? No, it's my inner ear. I've got an inner ear. <laughs> no, it really. But so is right that, then, is I that where like, the the plantar fascia is? Yeah. By the way, my foot doing very. Hold on, I'm stretching. It's doing great. <laughs> uh, I walked all over SeaWorld, no problem. Oh, wow. Anyway, That's a dream come true. Enough about me. But um, that was, my dreams have been dashed by the idea that I can't be a pilot because I've got, I guess, an inner ear problem. And I can't even ride the teacups or the manta. That's hard. That's but really I hard. love SeaWorld. And um, now talk to me. Talk to me. Because apparently uh, Kenzie, you know, she spent a lot of time getting ready to have this star opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't happen overnight. No, right? I think a lot of times we hear about, oh, they were a little kid and they dreamed of doing this and now they're doing it and yeah. it's awesome. No. And you don't always hear about the hours that, you know, Ken's spent on her bed playing no. the guitar or that, that Jimmer spent oh, yeah. just Shooting practicing free, th- free yeah. throws right. for years before he got or to James, where he was. Or uh, James being passionate right. for so many years of his life. Hours are, hours upon hours. Yeah. I mean, so a lot. Of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was weird, too. Just because you're like, your mom's like, James, what are you doing? You're like, just being passionate, mom. Just being passionate. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is for my degree. 
No, but um, Malcolm Gladwell wrote the book Outliers, and yeah. in that book he talks and about practicing for perfection and to get to your goals. And he says it takes roughly 10,000 hours, 10, hours of practice to achieve mastery in a field. By the way, another Macklemore song. 10,000 hours. 10,000 hours. And he brings up Gladwell. And the research of 10,000 hours. Exactly. Yeah. 10,000 hours of hard work. So it's not yeah. just it's not just that someone's just born a genius. You know, actually no. geniuses probably are born. It's not just that somebody's born this incredible well, talent. Well, in the book, he talks about how you can be born with some natural ability. Sure. And that can get you interested in starting out playing the guitar yeah. or being passionate or swimming or whatever. But it takes the 10,000 hours, no matter how much natural ability you have, yeah. to get good at something. See, the 10,000 hours is the point of the whole book. Because if any of you just think you don't do math, if I made you do math for 10,000 hours, you're going to get good at math. Because I don't know if you know this, Townsend's, we were notoriously not good at math. I believe it. But if I put 10, well, that was rude. But if I put 10, if I put 10,000 hours of math in each one of my children, they'd be good at math. Yeah. And and so I think that's where we stop being realistic about, oh, you can achieve your dreams if you are willing to put in 10,000 hours of really hard work. Yeah. You know, um, they did. he did a study that he talks about in the book. He didn't do the study. Um, in the in 1990s, a team of psychologists studied violin students, and they asked them, over the course of your career, since you first picked up the violin, how many hours have you practiced? And all of the violinists had begun playing at about five years old. They practiced similarly until age eight. And at age eight, their practice times began to just split. Mm. By age 20, the elite performers averaged more than 10,000 hours of practice, while the lesser had only practiced about 4,000 hours. See? So that's where you see early age, they're deciding, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to put in the work. And it, you know that's huge. It's huge. Well, that in fact, that's what they found with like the Canadian hockey teams. That the really good hockey players tend to be they tend to be older kids, so they end up having they end up playing three more months a year, mm-hmm. and and being three more months ahead. And then that that would put them into older categories, and then those older categories they'd play longer. So just a simple three month advancement, or even a year maybe for some. Yeah, uh, that gave them that gave them advancement. The Beatles ended up playing. Like ten thousand hours of bands and or opportunities as a live band because they'd go. I can't remember like to Norway and they'd play. They play in more. brothels basically to practice playing. Yeah, but they had ten thousand hours the, of exactly. Yeah, so I think it's important as we're talking about going for our dreams to also realize that from the beginning to the end, there's a whole bunch of middle, which is a oh. lot of hard work, which yeah. isn't the glamorous, which <clears throat> isn't the fun part. It's the finger blistering, strumming the guitar hour after hour after hour. Well, when you think of this show, that's what people don't see. They sure they see brilliance. They see flashes of genius. (laughs) They see wit, humor, passion. Passion. (laughs) If you look at James, we got it all. But really, there are hours of work put into this show. Hours of work and just 10,000 hours each. Yeah, probably for sure. Compiling the brilliance that you do see on the magic. Well, and the difficult thing too is that in movies is that you have the musical montage. If only you could do the musical montage where all yeah. the work that you're supposed to do is just you have this it's song true. that do, does they it. They have in a like song and it shows seconds. them writing the song and playing it, practicing it on the guitar yeah. and singing. Yeah. That's like 2 minutes long. Yeah. That is not real. Not real. Nope. And 
in the end, I guess that's what we got we got to deal with is if you want to have a breakthrough, if you want to really achieve your dreams, you've got to ask yourself, are you willing and are you ready to go put in the 10,000 hours? And that's one thing that we want to leave and have you think about is you can be spending 10,000 hours. If you do 10,000 hours, 40 hours a week over five years, you're going to get there to yeah. the 10,000 hours. Yeah. Or you can think about what have I already put ten thousand dollars, ten thousand hours into? Into what have I already done that I've worked so hard at that I've got that? And how can I keep improving on that thing? Well, well, like Aaron, he he's he's put that much time in television. <laughs> Aaron, well, I don't even know what a TV is. I'm just on the internet all the time on Facebook. You yeah. know, I so if you well, put ten thousand hours into about? Facebook, yes, yeah, so he's going to be obviously an expert in Facebook. Yeah, well. I mean, I, I don't know where it'll get him, but <laughs> but Social pick media. what you're gonna do good at, and look at what you already are doing great, and it's all gonna work out. I think that's great advice. It's like it's like research. It's research based. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Ten thousand hours. So again, you can have any dream you want, and combine it with ten thousand hours. Yeah, bada boom, it. bada bing, and some natural gifts and talents. Yeah, and some strength that doesn't hurt. Yeah, nothing. It's all there. We're going to take uh, a break. As we take a break, we're going to leave you listening to just a little bit from Macklemore. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show today, where your wildest dreams can come true. The Matt Townsend Show, we're teaching you how to achieve your dreams, and we have the world's greatest dreamer on earth, Meg Conley from MegInProgress.com. Meg Conley's in the house. Yay! Meg. I'm finally here instead of over the phone. And you brought food. I brought food. I told you I would. None of which is being consumed in the studio. No, no. BYU Radio, we would never eat food in here right now while I'm talking. Hey, pass the cookie. <laughs> um, talk about uh, your cold. You've got a little post-nasal drip. No, I just have allergies. Is that what we're calling yeah, it? Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Because <laughs> everyone else is is sick and but I here's get the thing, sick I very been in, easily. I haven't been in for two weeks. Okay, so I yeah. don't have whatever illness everybody else has. Well, no it's one just, had it until this weekend. <laughs> it's just it's just allergies. Okay. Well, yeah. you look great. You're sporting you. your um, paisley paisleyish bo- bohemian. You're, sorry, your bohemian chic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not up to. I don't know, but yeah, I might be disturbed if you knew. Actually, really. So it's it's yeah, good. it's, it's all good. Hey, um, what? Okay, if somebody just put a microphone in your face like we have. <laughs> And we asked, hey, Meg, yeah. what's your wildest dream? Okay, so because we're talking about dreams today, yeah, right? making your dreams come Yeah, up. and everybody's always saying, if you dream it, you can have it. And like, that's <laughs> hold on, just... hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Say that again. Let's record this. Make sure we're recording. Go ahead. I don't think I can. No, no, not, not if up. you dream it, you can have it. <laughs> it's not true. Did you get that? Okay, He's lying. That's our he next promo. Boy, right did there. I get that. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're going to have fun with that one. Okay, I mean, so if they say that, hypothetically, in that funny bohemian. Sure. I would be a country singer with my whole heart, like on stage, <laughs> rocking it out. Okay. Just just give me somebody you'd want to be like. 
Do- uh, see, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Hold it. Dolly really? Parton. Really? Oh my goodness, she was well, such an innovator. She, well, she's the Emmy nicest Harris, woman ever. Emmy Leanne Lu- Womack, mm. George Strait. Yes. Jo- Real country. George Strait. Real country. Well, George is a guy. Sure, but but you could emulate him, like his music style, his career path. Well, okay. Absolutely. I was just thinking you wanted the longevity you... of okay, his. Okay, yeah, yeah. All that. I put a lot of thought into this. Okay, so, so... Um, well, why aren't we? Let us do what we can on this show tonight, today, <laughs> to help you make that dream come true. Here's the thing: it's a stupid dream. Not stupid. <laughs> it's not, because you, I've never seen you wear boots like you're wearing today. I am not wearing boots. You're... I'm wearing saltwater sandals. Oh. Do you remember wearing these when you were like five? Let me see. They make them in grown-up sizes. Too. Uh, I do remember that. <laughs> I do. I, I remember my mom made me wear those. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got beat up that day. That's rough. <laughs> Hung out with like a rough crowd of five-year-olds. Yeah. I don't know very very many five-year-olds that are like anti sandal inciting violence. Is that what those are called? Choices. Saltwater. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so back to your dream. Um, yes. <laughs> what, so you think it's a dumb dream? Sure. Why? For a couple of reasons. Okay. Okay. Um, we should be self-aware. I have like a good voice. Like it. It's not like it's not like I'm like one of those outtakes from like the American Idol auditions where it's like, oh, no. Are you sure? He, a, he yeah, decent voice, right? Okay. Like now, wh- who told you that? Who told you you have a decent voice? People. People have told me. <laughs> fans, like fans, uh, or like I, I. You know, I have sung. You know, like I've been in. Like in college, I was part of things where people sang like like a like I a wanted, wake. Was I it a wake? Ta- I want a talent show, okay. like a big talent. Oh, okay, stuff that's like that. di- no, that's different. Sure, yeah, sure, that's different than a wake. But <laughs> I've also sung at funerals. Though. Okay, see, so that's different. <laughs> that mean, yeah. But but a lot of people have a good voice. Oh, sure. Like that's not. Yeah, I've got a killer voice. There's nothing like su- if you have a good speaking voice, you often do have a good voice. Mm-hmm. So you might you Thank might actually you might not be lying. Thank you. <laughs> I do. Like, have you heard Chris Christopherson? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good speaking voice, great oh, singing voice. Come on. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I would require um, um, heaps of training, right? Well, clothes. To, like, to, oh, well, clothes in general or just country clothes? Denim. One should wear clothes. I don't think you've Are ever... Are we starting all of no. our dreams with that kind of basic, <laughs> yeah. like, requirement? To begin cause... the dream, let's get you dressed. <laughs> no, so you would need you would need some form of denim. Sure. Sure. So, so once you got actually though, I grew up around horses. I have tons of Wranglers and boots. See, so it's, you're not of. that far off. You sing, no. and who even says that every <laughs> some some musicians don't sing that well? Right, like Britney Spears, for example. Right, it's yeah. all computerized. Yeah. So, so they could digitize so they could, my voice they could to make it better. Your twang. But here, I can twang. I'm no, very no. twangy. Do you want to just throw something <laughs> no. out? Get, get, find some background about, music. We're talking about why it's so stupid. Though. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So. I think sometimes it's good to realize your dreams are stupid. Yeah. Nobody well, ever tells stupid, you that. But if they're not stupid, you don't want you well, don't want to prematurely force them into the stupid pile sure. just because they seem sure. a little hard but to reach. But here's here's why this one's okay. stupid. This one, okay. okay. I'm not willing to put in the work. There you even, go. Even even if I could, even if my voice is like decent and then after the training and the networking and the moving to Nashville uh-huh. and the to, horse dying. Sure. I actually had a horse die. I'm not joking. Ooh. Her name was Sister Friend. See, she already had, and, you already yeah. had the foundation to, to write there. songs from. So, but, but at the end of the day, while I want to be up on stage, yeah. I want to be singing, but I don't really want to do any of the work. So it's a stupid dream. <laughs> so it's really not you, a stupid dream. It's kind of you're just a lazy person. No, because I have dreams I'm willing to work okay, for. Okay, like, give me one of those. I love to write. I'm writing a book right now. That is a dream. I know that is. You, and you're a fantastic writer. You're very nice. I love my family. Yeah. I love and being with great, my girls. I'm see, a so, good but, mom. But that's a great at dream. Least, 
20% of the time. You're a great mom. You bought them cookies. Well, they took your cookies. Actually, you bought our cookies and then they stole them. <laughs> so, Whatever. But I think that sometimes what happens is you're a mom like me. You know, you're 29. Yeah. You've got two or 12 kids under seven, depending on which part of the country that you're in. We had in. the Duggars on. They have 19 kids. That is... Under 25. That's some sort of magic. Yeah, it is magic. Yeah. Wow. I'm applauding them. So, <laughs> but, so that's their dream. Right. Sure. So, but I think that sometimes we see all these like memes and motivational talks where it's like, pursue your dream, find out what your passion is. Like everything that you've ever wanted can be yours. Just put it out into the universe. And I'm like, you have the power. Yeah. And I'm watching this Ted talk while I'm like (laughs) folding laundry and I can smell my kid's diaper from like 50 feet away. And I'm like, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. You're right. Let's just just drive to Nashville. Like, so I think that sometimes we need to realize that we're already living the dream and we need to we need to shift our perspective a little bit. And when you do that, the dreams that you really are willing to work for are also shifted back into your reality Okay, and you're able to integrate them. Yes. So I think that you need to sit down. It's like in Napoleon Dynamite when Uncle Rico's like, I could throw a football over those mountains. Like it's one of my favorite movies. Stupid dream, buddy. Stupid dream. Find another one. <laughs> but see, so that's what, what part of what you're saying is some of it's delusion. Absolutely, we all have delusions. Yeah, and we some all of it, though, and some of it is just, it's just a dream too far. Or dissatisfaction with your life and dreaming is a way to escape your reality. Yeah. But you need to be able to integrate your dreams into your reality. Mm-hmm. And and I think that the the guru speak on that right now isn't really addressing that. Write a ah. book, Matt. Yeah. You need to adjust that. Just call it, so, uh, get rid of that stupid dream. <laughs> your dreams are stupid. <laughs> no, but, but so. Um, it may but, not sell. It's <laughs> That's one that won't sell. But I'm just, just a marketing But aside. we all have, like, I am going to not dream about looking like Kate Upton. Okay. That's a stupid dream. Uh, he actually dreams about Kate Upton. I don't know if we can address that on on radio. <laughs> but not even looking like her. But, okay. But he finds <laughs> her he finds for? her attractive. But one of the things I want you to clarify. Yes. Well, you're not saying get rid of dreams. You're just saying kind of be real and then be willing to like let some go. Right. And then the ones you're willing to work right. for, go chase it. So here's it's an empowering message, right? Oh, yeah. Dreams can be reality. We need to stop looking at these ones that are really not even uh, genuinely us. Yeah. Like, for yeah. example, the singing thing. Mm-hmm. That isn't really me. Yeah. I like the things that go along with it. Yeah. I have fun singing in the shower. Uh-huh. But since I don't want to put in the work, since yeah. I haven't put in the work, since I'm not going to be willing to put into the work in the near future, mm-hmm. that's not really my dream. I think about that. Well, I don't anymore. But when I was younger, I would think about that instead of addressing what I could really do, yeah. really wanted to do. That was an escape from my dream. Right. Like instead of going out and cleaning the corral, right. would go. Well, instead of sitting down to write a chapter, yeah. which is much harder than like, man, if only, uh-huh. Uh-huh. if only I could be a, if only I could be a singer. That's that's where my true happiness is. Well, your true happiness is usually at your doorstep. Yeah. So let's figure out what it is. That's in your realm, right? And how to go get the things that really are empowering, really are you? I just think that we need to acknowledge that there are dreams that are kind of fed to us by the culture, by the people that we're around. And mm-hmm. then there are the dreams that we're really born with. And we need to differentiate which one is which, cast off the ones that yeah. don't come from within, and then really embrace and run like heck for I the ones it. that do come from within. Because it seems like if you really wanted to be a singer, you would be singing constantly. Sure, sure. And it, that's where you would go for your happy place. You wouldn't just go to dream. 
Right. You'd go Well, and I do while, I'm, clean, while I'm cleaning the house, like that kind of thing. But I'm not like looking no. for like open karaoke, like open yeah. mic night. No, but if you, if you had five hours of free time. Sure. You would probably make your way to some writing, some form of writing. Sure. Right. So that might tell us really where your passion is. Right, right. Versus... And I think that we need to stop looking at dreams as it's only a dream if it's something that um, I can receive monetary compensation yeah. for. Oh, yeah. That's such a joke. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, there there were so few dreamers then, right? And so I well, think- Well, like this show. You get- Nothing. Hold it. <laughs> don't say it that way. You get- um, You don't get compensated except through the joy- of being on the Matt Townsend show. Well, here's the thing. As much as I like you, <clears throat> I love your listeners so much. Really? Love your listeners. And so the joy of interacting with them is compensation. I okay. adore it. Let's just call it even. <laughs> we're going to call it even. Uh, this is great. Great conversation. We're, we're here again with Meg Conley from the, um, from the website Dream Breakers, <laughs> uh, where we'll break them. You make them, we'll break them. <laughs> It's a new uh, service she's offering at MeganProgress.com. Listen, we can talk about how to make the dreams come true in the next <laughs> okay. segment. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a break. Come back. We're going to learn more about dream breaking and how to supposedly make a dream come true, even though it's stupid. <laughs> anyway, tons of fun with Meg Conley. Go to her website, MeganProgress, where you can pick up dream breakers. It's a 70-set book. I'm going to write it, and it's, it's going to be a bestseller. It's a, it's okay. a great bestseller. We'll take a break. This is the Matt Townsend Show. More with Meg after this. Welcome back, friends. This is the Matt Townsend Show. I'm joined by the world's number one dream breaker. She thrashes. Don't you like the alliteration of like dream destroyer? Yeah. Yeah. Dream. Dream dasher. Yeah. I could wear like a cape and move around like very quickly breaking dreams. Yeah. Crash, crash. All you hear is dash. Yeah. Crash. Um, We're talking with Meg Conley. (laughs) From the website meginprogress.com. Also, Dream Blaster. And, oh, you can try harder than that. <laughs> um, it's a dream site where she helps you put together your goals, your dreams. I am dying right now. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I'm writing a book right now that's like the exact opposite of it, like all what's this. Your book? I, oh, what's your book? It's called um, Discovering a Woman of Worth. No, that's not it. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, that's it's a good it's No, a good title. I'll try another one. It's a good title. Try another title. <laughs> Discovering a, a woman of worth. That's it's powerful. about our innate value and and discovering that and embracing that. And did you need me to write anything? I'm gonna have yeah, and I'm gonna have you read it. Oh, <laughs> is it on tape? We could we could arrange. I that. need it on tape. It would be me reading it though. So. <laughs> I'll just I'll read it. No, but listen, like it's like I said before the break. I'm I'm gonna stop. I have stopped dreaming of looking like a Dolly looking Parton. like a model or Dolly Parton. I think that that's still a. She was one of the greatest. She was one of the greatest. I think just humans. She's such a nice woman. She's amazing. Yeah. And if you listen, if you understand who she was at the beginning of the career, anyways, that's yeah. a whole hour. Well, in let's and of that, put that in your book. So, 
<laughs> but um, so I think that we have all these really unattainable dreams because we don't want to deal with the dirt of life. Yes. So we need to get rid of, and not unattainable because like, oh shoot, darn it, I'm not good enough for that. Yeah. Unattainable because I am not five eleven. Oh, you, so I am never going to be a runway model. You're not? No. And I like eating bread and cream-filled croissants. Oh, me too. So I am never going to weigh 98 pounds. Yeah. So it's time to let go of that and move have, on to something now else. Now they have plus-size models. Uh, I don't... Well, yeah. So your dream's not Sure, dead. but I'm still too short. I, I couldn't be a rockette. You have to be 5'7 to be a rockette. I mean, there's all these things, That's right? True. Yeah, you got to be real. <clears throat> so... Right? So I think that what we do is we focus on attaining this like ridiculously perfect physique or the you know big stage dreams that maybe aren't really what we want because we're too scared to deal with what we really but there's, want or there's someone else's yeah because what we really want yeah you might want to just be the most incredible mom ever the best cook yeah maybe you want to have a cookbook yeah my my good friend uh, Whitney Ingram she she created. Um, photographed and self-published her own beautiful cookbook. Really? Yeah, it's fantastic. And Sounds good. You can buy it on Amazon. And she just went out there and she put in the work. And ten thousand hours, probably. It was a year and a half yeah. of solid work. She's raising kids all along the way, and that was her dream. So she went out and got it. Hmm. I think that people would have told her, "Well, that's unattainable," yeah. or "Just cook for your family." Like, it's not all you want. Well, that's all some people want, but that's not all that she wanted. Well, and and, you, and she doesn't need a cooking show. You know well, what I mean? That was sure. The, but she she might get one. But sure. the funny thing about it is. Just get good at your goal. Right. And then, and and then, then all kinds of doors yeah. open. And so, and so I think that people like that are who we want to aspire to be. People who understand, they took the time to understand what their dreams really are. And then they sat down, they made a list of goals, and they tackled one yeah. after another after I think another. That's a it's better, tedious, good work. But I think, I think you just explained it in a better <laughs> way right there. Than being the dream dasher. Listen, people need some real talk once in a while. Okay? I love that because really, because a lot of people just keep thinking they just keep drinking the potion. But I think it's it's like Hollywood. It's sure they just keep saying, "Yeah, you want to be like the rest of us. You want to be right. famous." And and then all along the way, they don't feel good enough. They yeah. don't feel like they've accomplished or attained enough. And that is nonsense. No. Well, Absolute there's eighty. Nonsense. Apparently, there's seventy nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people that were trying to get on American Idol that yeah. are all a bunch of losers. <laughs> And there's only one winner. They're not losers. They oh. tried, right? Okay. Like you should try. Yeah. No, that's Those a good point. people, it might actually be their yeah. God-given dream, and so that is great. Well, and they showed up, but that may right. be their point. Just go show up and be what all you can be in that right. moment. If it works, great. And if who knows? Not, who knows what kind of doors that opens, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, love that. I mean, I sat. I sat down. Um, about a year ago, like today, to do a pilot for BYU Radio. I know. I was going to have my own we show. We are still laughing possibly. about that. That was hilarious. Listen, it was beautiful. I'm just kidding. It was, it, but, you, you are but here's the thing. highly talented. That was like, I never even heard back about it. It was like, <laughs> it was like, I would be like, so, hey. how, how was that received? And then they'd be yeah. like, it was received. Oh, it was received. And I'm like. Okay, well, I'll just be yeah. over here. No, but they loved but it. But it led to this. Yeah, look what Which look, is look at fantastic. Payday. Right. Yeah. In in a, like this beautiful metaphorical allegorical sense. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, not 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 literally. <laughs> not literally. Metaphorically. But it led to this. So you never know. I'm not saying you shouldn't leap. I'm saying that you should find out what you're leaping for. There's a scripture. Oh, I'm excited. And I don't remember it. But it basically just says 
we should be grateful for the things that the Lord hath allotted, allotted us. And magnify them, right? And just be, and first maybe just like, it was just, a, I've just read a lot lately. Neil Maxwell taught something really cool that, um, you know, basically the Savior spent his entire ministry in, I don't know, about a 200 mile radius. Yeah. For three years. Right. That was his mission. But look at how far reaching it was. Exactly. It was enormous. Exactly. And the Sea of Galilee, thir- there's like 13 miles by seven miles. Right. And so, Amazing. so these these that those miracles were contained in that right. tiny little radius. So, we all want to be superstars, American idols, big, right. huge, amazing things. But really, you've already been granted this great allotment of what you've right. already got in life. Doesn't mean you can't improve upon it. Sure, but be grateful for it. Be right. grateful that you've got what you've got. And if you want the stage, and you feel like that's where your priority is, like go out and get it. Go build like, a stage. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's absolutely possible. But I think I think the other thing is is there are seasons, right? Yeah. Like, let's say I really was dedicated to becoming the next, you know, uh, whatever singer. Uh, person. Carrie Underwood. Oh gosh, just get her name out of here. I mean, I'm sure she's a very nice person. But she's like, a lovely. She's lady. not country. Come on, it's embarrassing. Is, isn't Carrie Underwood country? The next, the next Emmy Lou Harris, right? Let's say I okay. wanted to be her, right? Wow. You, if I, yeah. If I really wanted to go out and get it, yeah. Sure, theoretically, I could go out and get it, but there are times and seasons. I have babies at home. Mm-hmm. Now would not be the time. You know what I would do? But I'd you can have lay your the child, but, but have your baby do it. Sure, put all that pressure on them Force to them become the to person. Live your dream. Sure, that's really healthy. People don't go into therapy for that <laughs> yeah. ever. I've actually I've met someone that did. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you met. They 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 force <laughs> their dream upon another. That's horrible. That's like every child who plays sports and never makes it to the pros. It's rough. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a rough, it's a rough road. But while you're laying the groundwork, um, I want to go on speaking tours, and I do speak at conferences. But I don't have to. I can't take three months out of a year, you know, solid to go speak. Yeah, there's no way. It's but not I can, balanced. But I can lay the groundwork for that, right? Yes. So that as my kids are older, I'm able yeah. to do that. And then in the meantime, while I'm folding that laundry yeah. and smelling that dirty, that dirty bum, diaper, yeah. let's. Let's look at things in a different perspective. When I fold laundry and put it away, that's organization of matter. When I when I um, cook dinner, that's chemistry. Okay, so so there are things that I'm doing every day that are enlarging upon my existence, and I'm learning eternal principles just by living my daily life. And if you're willing to look at your life through that perspective, the whole thing kind of becomes a dream, which is really exciting. Well, the whole dream, yeah, that be, your your life should be your dream. Sure, you right. Sh- right? Not not your job. Right, exactly. Not your title, your role. Right. Not your hair. Not your bohemian rhapsody dress. Well, this is kind of dreamy, but but <laughs> I wouldn't say a dream. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> Maybe. But I think you know, I have another friend, um, she is phenomenal and she is out there and she is creating this amazing career and she's got this website that's blowing up and and I think that people look at it and think, wow, she's so lucky. Well, no, she's just worked really, 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 mm-hmm. really twi- times a million hard, yeah. right? And so that's where her priorities are. So figure out your priorities. Figure out what you want in five years and go get it because you're supposed to. That's great. I love Just that. make sure it's a part of you and it's not a part of someone else. Yeah, make sure it's, it's your – okay, how do you know? How do you know if it's really your dream? That's a really good question. Because some would say Kenzie's mom earlier made her go to American Idol, but really, she knew Kenzie's heart, she knew Kenzie's dream, Absolutely. she knew Kenzie's goal, and she also knew Kenzie's weakness or fear. Sure. And all of a sudden, she's like getting her up at five, six in the morning. Well, I think you have to take the time to get to know yourself, right? That's huge. And so, and you have to you have to decide that you're worth getting to know. Yeah. 
And so I think that before you commit to anything, you take a week, a month, a year to figure out exactly what you like, exactly what you're passionate about, what makes you excited to get up in the morning. Yeah. There's that movie Runaway Bride. Did you guys see that forever ago? Yeah, it's yeah. awful, right? Yeah, I have, yeah. Horrible. I haven't seen it but, since it came out. <laughs> she, 20 years she's, ago. She is engaged to like five different men and leaves yeah. them all at the altar at, yeah. you know, throughout she different years. She was a mess. She was a mess. So the way that she knows, the reason that all these relationships have been falling apart is she's becoming the person that she's with. And the way that she realizes that is she always orders her eggs the way that the fiancé at the time ah, orders his the eggs, egg right? Test. sure. So, so it, you know, she's getting to know herself in the last, like, montage at the end of the movie. And she has, uh, I don't know, 15 different egg preparations in front of her. And she's trying each one to figure out how she likes her eggs. She's getting to know herself. And she finds so, out she's allergic. No, that would be hilarious, okay. though. I don't know what she likes. I think I turned it off because I was like, wow, this is so much worse than I thought it was. But, <laughs> but, but she found herself. She found herself. Take time to figure out what kind of eggs you like. Yeah. You do that for your kids. You do that for your spouse. You do that for your boss. That's uh, so true. Come on. Right? How many moms don't even have a preference because it's kind of, well, the kids will only eat dino nuggets. So I right. guess we're doing dino no, nuggets. No, the moms eat the cold scrambled eggs that their kids didn't finish. Okay. Yes. And there is a time and a place for that. I'm not saying there isn't. I mean, I've been there. But- you can take the time to make yourself some hot eggs, okay? That's, so so figure out what your yeah. dream is. I mean, that, that's exciting, and it's so doable. If you say, I'm going to wake up a half hour earlier than the kids, and I'm going to meditate, I'm going to read, I'm going to seek, then with within just a few mornings of that, you'll get to know yourself better, and you'll know what you want to go after. See? See? That's all it takes. That's exciting. I like that. Let's, let's rename it. Um, <laughs> Not dream breaker, not dream, you know, torture. Dream identifier? Dream <laughs> egg tester. It it sounds like a product Drag at, tester. At, at Bed Bath & Beyond. HotEggs.com, new website. Oh. HotEggs.com. HotEggs. <laughs> hot, com. Yeah. Yeah. Dot You'd com. have a lot of different people come into your website if it was named that, I think. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just got to stay dream torture. Uh, James, did you did you learn? Because oh yeah, definitely. James was worried when you were coming on, and we were we talked about your topic that he was worried that you were going to blow up his dream. What's your dream, James? Oh, I have many dreams. Um, <clears throat> one is to uh, doctor of passion. Yeah, exactly. That so was one of my dreams I, I saw, achieved. James and I are friends on Facebook. Yep. I don't know if you knew this. And he sports a pretty mean beard. I saw that today. Yes. Actually, yeah. that wasn't a beard. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, he was eating a lot of um, jam. No, there and was cinnamon. like there was like the beard selfie, and then the you call it goatee. Yeah. And then the goatee selfie, and then the so I think his dream is to have a beard. That's one of them because but the problem really? is I work for BYU, which doesn't allow you allow to have a beard. beard. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Someday. Yeah. You can go on lay the foundation for that dream. It's yeah. just not the season. Weird. <laughs> that was a weird. We, that was a weird turn. We just took a really. It hurts weird my turn. feelings when Sean does the wrap it up thing. I know. You know it's weird. Like, You're done. But great. you know what's so funny about Sean? <laughs> Sean never wraps anyone else. When we're here, we we'll go weeks. Oh, that hurts my feelings. We'll go weeks, and he never wraps anybody but you, Meg. I don't know why. Listen, I'm just, I'm just. I'm you're, just a bundle of fun. You're a bundle of fun, and you're beautiful, and we're glad <laughs> that you never heard back. On your, um, it worked out. This has been so much fun. I wouldn't change it either. It's, it's more fun, so much I fun. think. And uh, according to the the talk in the back room, <laughs> um, there's still a chance. <laughs> They're like like a 15 minute show. Yeah. They're where trying I can to just... find your agent. 
I said, I'll, t- I'll be your agent. And they're like, well, we don't want to find her that soon. It's my five-year-old daughter, Zuzu. Yeah. Just give her a call. She sets yeah. up all my deals. Yeah. Zuzu will take care of it. <laughs> Margaret's her name. Isn't it Margaret her name? Margaret Zuzu, yeah. Yeah, Margaret Zuzu. Um, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what our dreams are. What it, and I want you to think other than, you know, other okay. than Dolly Parton. Okay. Country Western singer. What are your dreams? <laughs> Maggie, exhaust me I'm in a good so way. Sorry. No, in a great way. No, in a great way. It's just I'd rather talk to you all day. <laughs> now we go do the rest of the show. Um, we're taking a break. More with Meg Conley as we wrap up the show. Be thinking about your dreams, and uh, when we come back, James is going to share one of his most private inner dreams. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up our dream show, trying to help you achieve your dream. As Meg Conley sniffles in the microphone. It's allergies. Because you have allergies. Yeah. There's all that (sighs) cotton outside. Is there a lot of cotton out there? Yeah, it's all over the place. It's like snow out there. It's funny. Um, (laughs) There we go. Uh, So here's the deal. As we wrap up the show, Aaron, what are we doing? We're doing dreams, if you didn't notice today on the show. No, tell um, me now, Matt, what is your dream? I'm living my dream. Are you your radio host? Is that your dream in life? Or <laughs> is this um, a punishment? No, no, for... this is great. I, okay. I, this is my dream. My dream yeah. would be able to just, if all I had to do in life was a radio show every yeah. day, where I could just be unhinged three hours, five days a week, that'd be fun. You'd be so satisfied. <sighs> With, I don't know, a half hour show prep. <laughs> That'd be nice. And then ice cream when I walk out the back door. That oh, would yeah. be part or of the dream. Donuts or cookies. Or donuts or cookies yeah. would be great. And okay. then uh, to go be able to speak publicly hmm. and then start my um, breakdancing club. Breakdancing club. All right. I want to see this. I would pay to see you breakdance. Yep. You might have to pay to see me breakdance <laughs> if my dream comes true. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of different types of dreams. I You're not been... getting a free ticket. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> Well, can you do that with your plantar stuff, Matt? You know what? My plantar is feeling so much better. You can dance, though, still, right? Yeah. Well, I feel feel like once it's healed completely, you'll be able to bust out that back back spring. Are we talking about foot words? No, I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) No, I have not foot words. I have plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. Yummy. Sounds like a rash. It's It's kind of like a rash rash on your plantar. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worse than a rashy plantar. It's like that. Mm. But I'm better because I had a shot in it. I'll show you later. They nope. stuck a needle in my tendon. Done. It's no big but he's deal. feeling better got now, a video. right? Kind of. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Yeah. I'm, I ran. I walked all over SeaWorld. Well, that's good. So we got tons of people here. I want to know, James, like we all have dreams. James you know, has different a special types. dream. James that... does have a special dream, right, James? He's like, I want to talk about my special dream. I'm it's not like... sure I want to talk about it, though. It's just so Okay, Maddie. Here. Oh, no. before, sorry, before we do this, sorry, no. before we do this, there's daydreams, right? There's pie in the sky dreams. I was researching some stuff. Do you know pie what the in pie the sky? in the sky? What's that? It's where you have a wild dream, but you have no idea how you're going to do it, or a strategy, but you think I'm going to I'm oh, going to okay. do this one day. And there's a dream where you want you want to live through someone else, a, a vicarious dream. Yes. So, what are some dreams you guys have? I know Whether what Maddie's dream is pie in the sky, or Maddie, go go look, go to the microphone and stand, Maddie. and I want you to just. Everybody look at Maddie. And Maddie, just kind of flip your hair a little bit. 
Farah. <laughs> he wants. She wants to be one of uh, Charlie's angels. Mm. No, that's close though. By the way, who who knows what Charlie's last one. name is? Angel. No. Townsend. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Charlie Townsend. So you three are my angels. Okay. James, Aaron, and Maddie. Wait, is All your right, name Charlie now? Yes. Okay, Charlie. Well, what's the dream? It's the Mod Squad, not Charlie's Angels. No, it's Charlie's Angels. Charlie Townsend. Go look it up. <laughs> write that. Put that in your little book and write it. <laughs> it's Charlie Townsend. I know that. I was a kid watching Charlie's Angels. But those three. Oh, they are the Mod Squad. Oh, they're the Mod Squad. Yeah, they are. Let's not go there. Okay, what's your dream? My dream? I don't know. I think that's hard. I guess my my dream, my goal in life is to just be happy. Okay, so he'll be home when? Oh, stop. <laughs> that's a romantic dream where you have someone, your happiness is from someone else. So Thank is you. that what you have going on? No, I'm happy all by myself. Okay. I'll be extra happy. When he gets home when? When yeah. he gets home in December. Okay. All right. So that's kind of right. <laughs> Mike, what's your dream? Play for the San Francisco Giants. I'd like to be one of your angels. Mike, you're in a room hermetically <laughs> sealed off <laughs> yeah. for a reason. No, it'd be cool to uh, play professional baseball. I'd really like that. You're wearing the hat. I just need a shirt and some cleats and baseball bat, and I'm good to go. Yeah. Well, and a team. Yeah, that'll take me. <laughs> okay. Your dreams are sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My dream to be a videographer. I would love to be... Uh, not like movies and not like Hollywood movies, but I would love to be like a YouTuber. Like if I could have like my own little oh, niche. Dude, and stuff I could and make your dream come true. Done. Okay. That is the correct answer. <laughs> you see me after the show. Done. I can make your dream come true for real. Done. Now I want to hear Sean. I know Sean likes to see movies. Do you want to be a director someday, Sean? Or what? Sean what's on your plate? Sean, you, you produce, you direct. When I was in high school, I asked my electronics shop teacher every okay. year if we could ma- build a radio station. And so here we are. And now I am. Did you build this radio station, Sean? Mm, no. No. But I have worked at a radio you station. You dug the first hole? No. <laughs> I've worked at a radio station where I was one of four employees. Okay. Um, two of which were the owners. Wow. And so I've done a little bit of everything in radio, and that's why I've stayed in radio. So... I'm living my dream. Okay. We get it. You're better than us, Sean. <laughs> of course. <laughs> See, it's okay to brag about your dream. I want a Corvette. I want a midnight blue Corvette. Is that weird, you know? That's or, the is easiest that, is that cra- dream in the world. Like, you can it? buy a Corvette. No, I know. You can finance a Corvette. If I finance you that, have to buy it. a Corvette. <laughs> I could steal it, but I'll be in. No, but you'll have a job. That. You'll have a job. Once you graduate, you'll be making huge money. You think so? Yeah, you'd probably be a blogger. They're loaded. A, bl- a blogger? We make well, so much a fa- money. A Facebook? <laughs> That's what I do all day. I look at Facebook. Yeah, Meg, how many uh, Corvettes do you have? Um, I wouldn't spend my money on a Corvette. I'm all about like the- Corvair. Well, here's the thing. Everybody spends their money on different things, and we're all snobby about what the other people are spending money on, you know? Like, my husband went to BYU, and there was this guy who came to speak who had made millions of dollars, and someone raised their hand and said, I just don't see why the money is so important. Like, I, I don't want to do things for money. And he said, I don't do things for money. I do things for th- I do it for the things money can buy, which I thought was a really good. So I want to buy experiences. Mm. I want to travel. Also- It'd be really fun. Meg is a mother, and she identifies with where the money actually goes. Oh, 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't pay attention to the money at all. Oh, <laughs> right, right. But, but having children, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Children, I think. Are I not... think that like you have personal dreams and professional dreams, right? So like I have, I have the personal dream, which is a happy family. I don't care how they're mm. happy. I just as long as it's not illegal, a happy family. And then <laughs> for real, I'm very. But, but children aren't, aren't just a joy; they're also an expense. Oh yeah, but again, I don't really pay attention to money, so I'm like, "What? You need new clothes?" Charge that's that's it. a personal dream. What's your professional dream? <laughs> um, I love to speak and write to big groups of women. Oh my heavens, I can help Uplifting you. Uplifting women. I, I know. can help you make that dream. What? I'm going to I'm going to ride your coattails. I'm not wearing a coat. <laughs> Guys, Meg is speaking at the Alt Summit. That's true. So her dream is like, the alt this summit? is real. This is a big deal. You're She's so getting nice, there. Daddy. What's the You're alt so summit? Nice. It's like the biggest convention in the world. Oh, it's, it's just a big, it's, oh, a really? big con- it's a big conference in Salt Lake. Martha Stewart speaking there this year. And I'm speaking too, which oh is a lot heavens. of fun. But she's the wow. keynote. You know, I'm like a much smaller speaker. You're like, but yeah. You're, exciting. Yeah. That's so it's awesome. in June. Yeah. So that's the beginning. I hope. It is. I hope. And then I'm just going to be your opening act. Wherever you, know you go. What? I'm just going to show up. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> You'll be like, you're here you again? I'm like, I've got five minutes, Matt. Come just on. Just when you show Let up, me just, on. Let me just on. talk to my security. Just talk to my security. <laughs> I'm going to help you all. It's beautiful. And then you'll help me with my dream. Breakdancing. <laughs> I'm going to write you a rap. Starting tonight. Go find me some cardboard, Maddie. Daddy's going to break dance. I just want to see Matt do a back handspring. That's done. all I want to see. Give me a minute. All right. We're going we're gonna to take... Well, actually, we're done. That's the show. Dreams can come true. The wildest dreams. They're there if you'll let them be. Hey, a little quote just for you on the way out, if I can find it. People of accomplishment rarely sit back and let things happen to them. They go out and they happen to things. Leonardo da Vinci. Not DiCaprio. Not DiCaprio, which Meg was thinking. (laughs) Good stuff, folks. Hey, we'll be here tomorrow. More fun stuff. Some uh, Whitney and Steven from BYU Studio C will be in studio tomorrow with us. Guaranteed laughs. I promise this is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun right here on BYU Radio.